Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. Today is Monday, October 18th. So glad to have you on. Hope you had a great weekend. Yeah, so um, spending some time in Michigan, and uh, you know, I'm on sabbatical right now, so I'm visiting a couple of different churches and getting some uh, ideas and thoughts you know we're doing some church multiplication and some spending some of my time in sabbatical in october and november visiting churches not only in our area in tampa but also a couple of places around the country that are uh, doing some church multiplication so just learning some best practices and uh it's been great been awesome and uh, got the house all painted looks amazing shout out again to madrid painting florida Carlos and Fred, awesome job, guys. And um, yeah, so hopefully last on Friday, you heard that cool story. If you haven't heard that story, man, go back to Friday's edition of the podcast and take a listen to that cool God story. So um, God's awesome. God is awesome. And uh, yeah, so new week today, a new book, We're starting the Gospel of John. So we shift out of the, the epistles into the Gospel of John. And um, so check it out. We're uh, new, doing a new book, the Gospel of John. So we're back into the Gospels, uh, the Gospel of John. We just uh, we did uh, finished First Peter on Friday. Before that, we were in the Epistles of John, but now we're going to the Gospel of John. So yeah, well, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Thank you, guys, for reaching out to me, taking advantage of the new email address for the podcast, so you can give me your feedback, comments, suggestions. Man, I love to hear how this is. Touching you, ministering to you, encouraging you, strengthening you. Um, so let me know. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. That's the address, the email address uh, for the podcast. Bible Study Podcast 2020, because that's the year we started the podcast or the morning prayer at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. All right, let's do it. John chapter one. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's read. In the beginning was the Word. Sounds like Genesis, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, even before that was the Word, the Logos, the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Um, notice, it, not a God, was God. He's God, the God, the Word. <laughs> he was with God in the beginning. It's like the Trinity going on right here, right? Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So a little kind of different term and wording there, but basically everything you see wouldn't be here if the word wasn't there to make it. You think back to Genesis chapter one, God, what? He spoke. He spoke the word. Man, the word of God, the logos. See, in Hebrew, the word Word is the same word for deed or action. So word is action. And so when God speaks, it happens. There is no, there's no line of demarcation between what God says and what happens. Whoa! When he says it, it happens. <laughs> 
in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was with God. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life. Where does life come from? God. Why do we revere and respect life, human life, all human life? Because life comes from God. Life comes from God. And that life was the light of what? All mankind. Verse 5. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Praise God. Yeah. Hey, you need to know today, whatever you're facing, the light of Jesus in you, the Logos, the divine word the, that is the life and the light of all mankind that is in you, there is no darkness that can overcome it. Now, the enemy will try to convince you that he can take that light away from you, but he can't. The light in you. You say, well, I work in a dark place. It's just so dark and negative. You know what? The light in you is stronger than that darkness. Yeah, it is. There is no darkness that can overcome the light of Jesus. Verse 6, now he's going to shift gear. He's not talking about Jesus anymore. Verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now, this isn't John, the writer of the book. This is John the Baptist. So you got two Johns, right? John, the author, and here is John the Baptist, different guy. There was a man who was sent from God whose name was John. They need to get a little more creative with their names, right? <laughs> I don't know. We have a lot of same names, too. Uh, he came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. So uh, John, the gospel writer, is trying to draw the distinction between John the Baptist and Jesus and really helping us to understand the different ministries and purposes for which they came. So John the Baptist, he came as a witness to testify concerning the light so that through him all might believe. Who? The light. Through the light might all believe. He himself, John, was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. See, John was born first. He came. He was the older cousin of Jesus. So, um, this this is the uh, this is see John. When you read the Gospels, you read the birth stories of Jesus. Um, John tells the birth story of Jesus from heaven's perspective, right? We, uh, Luke and Matthew tell the nativity story from Earth's perspective. You know, there were shepherds, there were wise men in the East, <laughs> magi in the East. There were, you know, there was Mary and Joseph, and they were walking around, and they had to go back for, to a census, and it's all earthly focused. What was happening on Earth? John's message of Christmas is: this is what happens in heaven. That before the creation of the world, before Jesus was ever born. Long, long, long before that, the word, the incarnate word, that the word that became incarnate in Jesus was existed in eternity past before all was created in the beginning. When was that? In the beginning. How far back is that? In the beginning. How far do we go back for the beginning? <laughs> it doesn't say in the beginning the word was created. It says in the beginning was the word. The word already existed in the beginning. Wow. Think of that. So when everything that is was created, the word already was. And G and John is now John the writer is saying John the Baptist was a regular human being. He didn't exist like that, but the word did. Jesus did. Second person of the Trinity did. But John came to testify to that light that was coming into the world. The John the older cousin of Jesus. 
He was in the world, and though the world, nice speaking of Jesus, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. As a believer, isn't it true? That's part of the things that just grieves us sometimes. It's like, man, Jesus loves you guys so much. He loves you so much. And everything you have was given to you by him. He created you. All that is, all the all that is was created by him. And, and yet you don't see him. You don't recognize him. That's why we need people like John the Baptist. That why, that's why we've been sent as disciple makers to point people to Jesus so that they can see the goodness of God. Verse 11, he came to that which was his own, Jesus did, but his own did not receive him. You think about that. Just look at that contrast. In the beginning, you got the word in the beginning, created everything. All Everything that is was created through him. And he becomes, he comes, this is, this is Christmas from heaven's perspective. He comes to earth and he comes to uh, the world that he created and it does not receive him. Wow. Wow. If ever you're wondering, has this world truly drifted far from God? Yes, that's ex that's exhibit A, the creator that created all of humankind and all that is. Nothing that has been made was made without him. <laughs> he made it all. And yet he comes and we don't recognize him. We receive him not. Verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, thanks be to God, that's us, that's us, believers. To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent or of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you've been born of God? <laughs> yeah. Like we've said before, God loves all of us. Everyone is a creation of God, and God loves the whole world. But not everyone has been born again into God's family. Not everyone, strictly speaking, is a child of God. Everyone is a creation of God, dearly loved by God, but only those who've been born of God are now children of God. But those who believe are children of God. Here's, a, here's Christmas right here. Christmas from John's perspective, from heaven's perspective. The Word became flesh. There's Christmas. The Word became flesh, came down to earth and made his dwelling among us. He lived among us. Literally, that means he pitched his tent with us. He moved into the house next door. He moved into the apartment upstairs. <laughs> he moved in across the street. He didn't, he came near to us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Yes. Jesus is full of grace and truth, man. So the question, you know, should we be more grace or more truth? Yes. We should be both. We should be both grace and truth. We should try to do what is right and believe what is right. And we should also be filled with grace. That's Jesus. You look at Jesus' ministry, man. He would reach out to any and all people. He loved all people. He embraced all people. People that religion said, you can't touch them. You can't. He, Jesus was full of grace to them. But if you watch those interactions, he was also full of truth. Go and sin no more. Your faith has made you well. He doesn't say your good deeds have made you well. No, faith in what? In me has made you well. Jesus is full of grace and truth. Verse 15, John testified concerning him. He cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me, right? 
you know, in that, in that, in that uh, culture, age was, age had, you know, there was a pretty uh, levels of authority related to age. If you were older, you were, you were to be respected more than younger. It didn't matter how, I mean, you look at birthright with the children, you know, Jacob and Esau, Esau was the eldest birthright was his. And he was, they were twins. He was just born by just seconds or minutes, but the birth order meant everything. And so John the Baptist being older, you would think, um, you know, he's, he surpasses Jesus. But here John is saying, wait, no, John testified concerning him. And he cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me, that is who was born after me, has surpassed me because he was before me. <laughs> so actually, even though Jesus was, the incarnation happened after the birth of John the Baptist, John the Baptist is saying, no, he actually existed in eternity before me. He surpassed me because actually he is older than me. He is the I am, big theme in the Gospel of John, as we'll be reading as we go through the Gospel of John. I am. He is the I am. Verse 16, out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. Grace upon grace. That's awesome. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son who is himself God and is the closest relationship with the Father has made him known. Jesus makes him known. How do we know God? Through Jesus. Now, this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fail to confess, but confess freely, I am not the Messiah. John, John told um, John. John told him clearly, I didn't, I wasn't the Messiah, but the one after me, he once said what? Uh, his sandals I'm not worthy to untie. He didn't fail to confess, I am not the Messiah. They asked him, then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you one of the prophets? No. Finally, they said, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to the one who sent us. What do you say for about yourself? And John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness, making making, uh, I just lost my place, make straight the way of the Lord. Now the Pharisee who had been sent questioning him, why then do you baptize if you're not the Messiah, nor Elijah, or the prophet? I baptize with what? Here we go. Here we go. I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany on the other side of the Jordan where John was baptizing. Wow. Do you see what just happened right here? I mean, we, we just covered a about, uh, uh, I don't know, a hundred millennia <laughs> from in the beginning, which before anything was anything, all the way now we're into the baptizing ministry of John. Jesus is already 30 years old. All I mean, in, in, le, in one half of one chapter, we've covered like a uh, hundred millennia. <laughs> Whoa. How do you feel after that trip? I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little, my equilibrium is a little off balance, but yeah, we've covered a lot of ground. Verse 29. I'm sorry. I was going to have to read a little quicker because these chapters are longer. So I don't want to keep you guys too long. 50 verses. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's Jesus's purpose to take away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said a man who was coming after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the spirit. John gives the testimony. I saw the spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. 
I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Whoa! I have seen and I testify that this is God's chosen one. Mm. John's chosen one. Or God's chosen one. Awesome. Awesome. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. Oh, crud, man. I just lost my disciples. <laughs> I just lost my disciples. <laughs> He's like, they're like, wait, I thought, wait. John, his disciples were like, wait, we're following. Well, let's go follow uh, John the Baptist. Let's go find, follow the Messiah, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard uh, him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, what are you, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and they saw uh, where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two. So you wonder, where did Simon Peter come? They were actually once uh, disciples of Jesus, or disciples of John. They were disciples of John that uh, began to follow Jesus. So when they saw, uh, I'm sorry, verse 40, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother and tell him. That's amazing, right? We have found the Messiah. And he brought him to Jesus. That's why we bring people to church. I know it's not about church. Church is not, you know, not always where Jesus is, but Jesus does inhabit the fellowship of his people. And so when we invite people to church, we're inviting people into the presence of Jesus and it makes a difference. We bring them to Jesus. We ask them, we, we invite them to come and see, and experience Jesus for themselves. That's what Andrew did. Andrew experiences Jesus and he's, what does he do? He goes to his brother. Who is it, my friend, that you need to reach out to today that you need to bring to Jesus? You need to invite them to lunch or to coffee and have a conversation and maybe share your story with, about what Jesus did in your life. Or maybe you need to invite them to church so they can hear the story of the gospel. That's what we do. We bring people to Jesus. Verse 42, that's what we do. And we. I know it says he, and he brought him to Jesus. But what do we do? And we bring people to Jesus. <laughs> Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which translated Peter or rock. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophet also wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth. Can anything good come from Nazareth? <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. Can anything come from where you're from? Can anything come from good from Louisiana? Well, I don't know, but Jesus does amazing things anywhere. Can anything good come from the Midwest? Can anything good come from Florida? I mean, do you ever watch the news, man? There's some crazy people in Florida. Florida, man, come on. Yes. Nathaniel's like, can anything good come from Florida? <laughs> can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip says, I know it's hard to believe. Come and see. And when Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. 
How do you know me? Nathaniel asked. I know you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathaniel declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. You know that sometimes you go to church or you talk to a friend or things happen. You're like, man, this is too, this is too on point to be a coincidence. Like God knows me. And he does. Even maybe something we've read this morning, you think, man, how can we be talking about this today after all this being on my mind? It's like right on point because God knows you because God knows you and he knows what you need to hear. He knows what we need to hear, what we need to experience. Verse 50, Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. <laughs> he then added, very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven open. And the angels of God descending, ascending and descending on the Son of God, on the Son of Man. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, thank you guys for being on today as we started this new book, John chapter 1. Hey, you know what? We do. We read. We pray. It's time to pray. Let's do it. God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for coming. Thank you, first of all, we give you thanks and praise that everything we see, everything around us was created by you. Everything, life and breath and existence itself was created by you. And we recognize you. We thank you that we believe. And because we believe, we experience that light. And the light that you give us is never overcome. So God, I help us help us to be the light in, what, in dark places, in dark conversations. Help us to be the light, uh, the light of Jesus. And Lord, help us to testify to that light. Like John the Baptist, help us to let people know that they can find Jesus, that they can find hope, that they can find life in you. God, I pray for my friends today. May you bless each one and encourage them. May they have a great day, a great week. May they know how much they're dearly loved by you. God, we give you thanks and praise for all your blessings and kindness towards us in Jesus. In his glorious name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part. If you want to do us a favor, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it, recommend it, Hey, send me an email if you want to give me some feedback. Love to hear from you. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. I always love to hear from you. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.